for some reason, stress makes me more alert. So a certain level of stress is actually kind of good for me. You know, I can kind of thrive on that and work through it and use it as motivation. But then it will reach this tipping point where, okay, this is getting really annoying now and I'm feeling, you know, that this is not good and this is impacting on me. Welcome to another episode of Design Life, a show about design and side projects for motivated creators. I'm one of your hosts, Femke. And I'm your other host, Charlie. Today on the episode, we're going to be talking about dealing with stress. I think it was probably about time we got to this topic because it's something that creatives do have to deal with in this industry and in this you know, career path that we've chosen. And it's something that I am actually experiencing at the moment, so... I thought that it was the perfect time to talk about it. First though, Femme, I know it's not been that long since we last talked, So, but how are your projects going? They're going well. Since we last spoke, actually, Owen and I have come up with a new side project idea. So, Ooh. you know, adding more to my plate, because why not? <laughs> um, but no, it's been really good. We're sort of trying to get better at planning things, you know, after our last episode, which was about prioritizing individual tasks, trying to put some of the things we discussed into action. So we're trying a new tool online to try and like schedule our tasks and prioritize things and put projects in there. So we're kind of trying to get better at doing that together so that we've got a better overview of what's actually going on and what we need to work on. What about you? That is really great to hear. I'm glad that our episode, you know, has already had an impact. And I'm very excited to know more about the side project of yours. Though it does feel like we're always adding new ones to our plate, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. And, you know, they don't always go ahead either. Sometimes yeah. it's just an idea that you need to, you know, mull over for a little while before you figure out whether it's actually worth doing or not. Totally. And sometimes you just have to, like, give them some attention to work that out. Otherwise, they'll be constantly on your mind and distracting you from other things. I've got into a stage with my website rebuild where I think I'm almost ready to start trying to merge my like local build that I've been doing onto the live site. So that'll mean taking my blog down for a few days, Ooh. putting it in maintenance mode. And it's all very scary because I don't know what I'm doing whatsoever. But, you know, more learning to be done. <laughs> yeah, I am so looking forward to seeing it. I saw your little sneak peek in your newsletter that went out recently. It's looking yes. really cool. I can't wait. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really pleased with it. It's going how I wanted. There's still a lot to do, obviously, but yeah, it's a good like start for the next phase of my website. Totally. So seeing as that's been sort of a project that you've been kind of doing for a little while, have you experienced any stress with that project? I was thinking about this um, before starting this recording about what actually stresses me out, like where the stress comes from. And I have experienced stress with this project because one thing that I've realized does stress me out is when technology doesn't work as I expect it to. Yeah. <laughs> so that can be things like not so much things like when I can't work out the code because then I know that I can just keep Googling and keep trying, ask people and I can work that out. But it's when things like the internet goes slow or like doesn't work, doesn't load. And then, you know, there's nothing I can do about it. That sort of thing stresses me out a lot. Do you think you could put that into like a bucket, which would be called like things out of your control rather than like technology failing? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. 
if well this is getting deep and philosophical straight away <laughs> but yeah I think you're right things out of my control because the other thing that really stresses me out is not so much time and deadlines because I actually kind of thrive on like having a deadline to work to and you know that last minute push that comes with it and it is stressful but it's like a good kind of stress in a way like it pushes me to try harder and to you know work harder and keep going but when there's external factors contributing to you know things taking longer than expected that's what definitely stresses me out so yeah when I have having to rely on other people for something for example which is obviously not a problem with um, my website that I've been building because I've just been doing it myself but that often happens at work you know you're waiting on someone to get back to you and it means that you can't move forward with this until they do and time is running out that sort of thing is stressful yeah I experience a little bit of the same and I've actually got a example of when technology failed me recently this was in my day job recently we launched a new feature and I was trying to put together a video to be released with the feature and the video software that I was using I encountered a bug which basically stopped me from progressing like I couldn't I couldn't do anything else and so after having like back and forth with their customer service for like a week and you know them taking days to respond it got to crunch time where I was like I need like I need a solution and unfortunately there wasn't one so we released without a video which was a little bit disappointing but that was definitely one of those moments where yeah I was stressing out because it was out of my control I had to rely on someone else like I was being held up by someone else so that's two factors completely out of my control that yeah definitely caused me to stress out a little bit in the end there and and eventually I just had to accept it that like there was nothing else that I could do and we just had to push on. That's that is tough and that is a really great example of like both you know technology and people coming into it to to cause stress. Do you find that you get stressed more in your day job than with your side projects or is it vice versa? I think it's the other way. I mean, I do. I definitely do experience a little bit of stress in my day job now and then, but it's manageable stress, if that makes sense. So yeah. I don't feel like I'm not to the point where I'm pulling my hair out or like staying up until 5am in the morning to get something done. I guess because I have a team that I can rely on and also my team is in New Zealand, if there really is something that I'm behind in I can like I can rely on them and know that they'll pick it up and carry it on so I can come back the next morning and progress has been made rather than like nothing being done until the next day so that's kind of a benefit of working remote I guess and having the team over there is that yeah we can like sort of pass work on to each other or I guess work like gets continuously done like progress is always being made Yeah, that's cool. Across all time zones. (laughs) Yeah, it's handy sometimes. See, I think that I, you know, I don't get stressed that often these days. I feel like the more I get into my career, the less stressed I get, I suppose, because with more experience comes, you know, more learning and more dealing with things. And, you know, by the time a situation comes up that may have stressed you out before, you've already dealt with it once before. So this time, you know, you know how to deal with it and you're fine. But when I do get stressed, I find it is more often with my day job than Mm -hmm. with my side projects, I think. And I think that's because with my side projects, apart from things with, you know, the internet going down or whatever, 
mostly with my side projects, it's things that I have control over and that I'm doing myself. But at work, there's, you know, a whole team of people and there's other people relying on me as well. It's not just me waiting on other people. It's that idea of having people relying on me can be stressful as well. Yeah, I guess I do experience a bit of that in side projects with Owen. Not oh, yeah, of course. not every side project I do is with him, obviously. You know, some of the things I kind of take on more as a solo project. But yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes we do hold each other up and that can cause the other person to stress out, especially if like the deadline's on them and, and they're the one that is responsible for the overall project. That can be frustrating and, and stressful especially when there's clients involved. <laughs> yeah, because then it's not only, you know, your partner and business partner yeah. relying on you, but the client as well. Exactly, exactly. So I think being able to plan early and sort of establish each other's responsibilities and figure out how you're going to communicate that and maybe set individual deadlines. So while there's like the deadline for the overall project, maybe – between the two of us, we might be like, okay, so if you can have the design done by this date and then I'll have this task done by this date. And so you kind of set like individual due dates within the overall project to make sure you're on track to meet the final one. This is a really good point. It reminds me of a tweet that one of our listeners sent in because we asked out on Twitter, you know, as we always do, and we asked what stresses out our listeners and how they cope with it. And Raphael said that to him one of the worst things is to make the wrong assumptions about the time needed to finish something. Is that something that you find when you are, you know, planning this out with Owen, you know, making the wrong estimations of how long something will take so then, you know, you're extending your deadline by a little bit because of that? Yeah, I mean, no matter how much planning you put in, there's always things that can come up that are unexpected, right? Like things out of your control. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that is something that can be really difficult to deal with and unavoidable, unfortunately. So I don't know how to, I guess there's no solution to like avoid those, but I guess the solution is more in how you deal with them. Yeah, and also just getting better about estimating time, I suppose, as well. Yeah. This is a huge problem for me as well. I'm always really optimistic when I say, you know, how long it'll take me to get something done. And, you know, generally I'm pretty good at estimating if I know what else is on my plate and what else I'm dealing with. But when there's things involved like, you know, I've given a time but I haven't allowed like a whole three days or whatever to wait for someone to give me feedback, I've you know, only looped in like expecting just wait an afternoon for that, whereas they can't fit into their schedule then. So then I'm waiting longer and, you know, the whole thing gets pushed out. Another really good tweet that came in that I can attest to is from Awe. And she said that she gets stressed out from trying to switch my brain pattern and feeling bad for choosing to take a break instead of working. And that last little bit there about feeling bad for taking a break, I can definitely attest to that. And that's something that I know that I struggle with and I have to get better at dealing with. And I don't know about you, Charlie, but for me, I often feel guilty if I take a break or if I go and do something that's like not work related. And that could be like sitting down and watching TV, relaxing for a little bit or going out to a cafe and just having a drink, you know, I, I sort of always have in the back of my mind all of these things that I need to be doing and deadlines and tasks and priorities and that can that can definitely cause stress because it means that I 
can't relax. Yeah, that sucks because the whole point in taking a break is to, you know, relax yeah. and de-stress, not cause you more stress. Exactly. Do, do you ever experience that? I don't so much anymore. I definitely did used to, but I feel like since I got a better handle on my, like, planning out my schedule and getting the things I want to done, I've relaxed a bit more about that. And also since moving to London, I think, I have, you know, let myself off the hook a lot more because there's so many, you know, good things to do and experience here. And I just want to make sure that, you know, I'm doing an experience and then that is a priority for me. So I think, like, calling that a priority in my mind helps me not stress out about it. If it's been like, I, I couldn't imagine taking a whole weekend off, as sad as that sounds, and you know that might be shocking to some people, but I don't think I could go the whole weekend without working on something. So if that happened, it would probably stress me out because the weekends are like my main time where I can focus on stuff. Yeah. But for the most part, I always manage to schedule, you know, what I need to in, and it generally goes okay. But yeah, I've definitely had that struggle in the past, and understand what you mean when you say it's stressful to take a break so hour if you're listening don't worry that is I think completely normal unfortunately yeah I don't think she's the only one yeah <laughs> she followed on from that tweet and said that it stresses her out even more that she doesn't have a proper schedule to do work school side projects and chores and she stresses out over which to prioritize so hopefully last week's episode would have helped with that prioritizing thing but I do think that scheduling and even scheduling in your, you know, relaxing times can help because then there's nothing to stress about because you're doing exactly what you plan to do at that time. You know, it's like you can trick your brain, maybe. Yeah, that's something I need to get into because I treat my calendar as like, you know, my Bible, basically, like whatever <laughs> makes it onto my calendar means that it's a priority for me. That's something that I've prioritized and I'm going to do. And so at the moment, my downtime isn't on there. Yeah. So naturally, I don't treat it like I don't treat it as, you know, well as I should. I don't prioritize it. So adding that to my schedule, I think is something that I want to try doing. I don't know if it's the best thing to do, but I want to try putting it on there and blocking out those periods of time where you know, I'm going to prioritize some downtime, time to relax, you know, re-energize. And I'm hoping that allowing myself to have those downtimes will help with my stress management because it gives me time to relax and process. Yeah, I think it will. I really do. I, I personally, I find it interesting how you use a calendar to like, you know, block out your time. And I know that's the thing that most people do. I find that stressful actually, like set periods of time. I don't know why. I think it's because I have this terrible habit of, you know, running late for things. And like I was late <laughs> to record this podcast today, for example. <laughs> so that stresses me out when I know there's a certain time I'm supposed to be doing something and I'm not quite there yet. That's why I don't really have like a set time that I always upload my video. I try to upload it about 3 p.m. every Saturday. But if it's not quite there, you know, I don't stress about it. I just, you know, can upload it whenever it's ready because that sort of thing stresses me out too. That's why I'm very glad I have a job that doesn't have like a specific start and finish time because I'd find that stressful also. Yeah, and that sounds like a, like it's working well for you. Maybe I need to move more to that because, for example, yesterday my fortnightly newsletter went out and – I have blocked in my calendar on Thursdays, Thursday mornings to, you know, write the newsletter, send it out, etc. from the hour of 6 to 8am. So the goal in that is to have it sent out by 8am. And 
around 8am yesterday, I sent the draft or, or the test email to Owen and asked him to review it. And I didn't hear back from him until maybe 3pm or something like that. And oh, so between 8 and 3, you know, I, I'm not stressed, but it's it's in my mind, you know, it's in the yeah. forefront of my mind. It's distracting me because I know that I got to send it out and I've already missed my deadline, etc., etc. And so... I don't know. Yeah, maybe I do need to, I don't know, let myself chill out a little bit more when it comes to like the actual time or, you know, when things are due and when I need to push them out. I mean, timing is good for consistency, right? So I suppose it's good to aim for, Mm. but just let yourself off the hook a little bit if you don't meet it, I think. It's always really, really satisfying, I find, when you do meet a deadline though, right? Or is that just me? No, yeah, it's definitely satisfying. And I think that's what like just adds fuel to the fire of wanting you to do and achieve that more often because it feels so yeah. good. Definitely. So another thing that I'm not sure if it actually ties into this, maybe you see it as the same thing or maybe you see it as something else, but is the sort of idea of burnout. Mm. And so for me, something that causes stress is being tired. So, you know, I get really tired, then I'm not as productive, I don't meet deadlines, things like that, which I guess if that kind of turns into a bit of a habit or a pattern, eventually can lead to burnout. So, I mean, what what about you, Charlie? Do you, does tiredness cause you to get stressed out? And then do you find that that leads to burnout? Or do you kind of see stress and burnout as two different things that aren't even related to each other? I think they're definitely related and I think like one causes the other, you know, like when you're burning out, you're, you know, mentally and emotionally in a not 100% sound state. So you're more likely to get stressed, you know, you're more susceptible to it and you might not be able to deal with things as easily as if, you know, you're perfectly healthy and had enough rest. So I definitely think that they're connected and I I haven't experienced a burnout recently because I've been pretty good with trying to I think all the concerts I've been going to and things, you know, have been downtime that is scheduled because, you know, this concert is at a certain time and I've paid for the ticket, so I'm not going to miss it. So all those have really helped me to take a break, which is really nice because Mark and I also always go for dinner beforehand and, yeah, it's good good downtime. And I make sure that I've gotten my side project stuff done in the morning beforehand so that I can not feel guilty about going out to a concert. So maybe the answer to burnout is actually scheduling more time off. And I know that probably sounds like it might be more stressful because it means you've not got as much time to do things. But I feel like the stuff we have to do is always going to expand to fill all of the time we have, you know? Like, I don't think I'm ever going to reach the end of my to-do list. It's continuous and it's never-ending and it's always, you know, there's always something else to do and something else to be added to it. So there's never really a good time to take a break. But you have to. So we did get a couple of tweets on this topic of being tired. One from Holly who said, time pressures and not being motivated after a full day of work and uni. And we also got another tweet from Tree who said that she gets really tired from her day job. So the idea that I don't have enough energy to work on my side projects really stresses me out. That is definitely something stressful is like when the day job impacts the side project time, I that's probably the one time that I could have stress related to side projects, you know, most often. 
is when I, you know, work cuts into the time that I'd scheduled for side projects. That's what's been happening to me a lot this week and probably why I'm a bit stressed this week because we're reaching the end of a project at work that's meant I've been staying late quite often so I haven't been getting as much side project stuff done in the evenings and also, you know, longer hours at work means longer hours of, you know, using my brain in that way so I'm much tired and needing more sleep but I also still want to get up early and do my side projects so it's a bit of a cycle. So do you think you know when you're stressed out? Like, do you think it's something that you're aware of or is it usually something that someone else will come and say, hey, Charlie, I think you're a bit stressed out? (laughs) (laughs) I think it is something that I'm aware of. And I can't put my finger on why. I just feel like I always know, like I find... For some reason, stress makes me more alert. So a certain level of stress is actually kind of good for me. You know, I can kind of thrive on that and work through it and use it as motivation. But then it will reach this tipping point where, okay, this is getting really annoying now and I'm feeling, you know, that this is not good and this is impacting on me. And I think it comes down to how my mental and emotional state is, I suppose. Like, I find myself getting annoyed at things easily, even dumb things, like... Yesterday, this girl nearly walked into me because she was looking at her phone when she was walking down the street. And then she noticed at the last second and got mad at me for it. And I was like, how could you do that? That's not fair. Like, I wasn't doing anything. And, you know, I was having this like mental argument with myself walking to the tube. And I was like, this is not normal. Come on, get over it. It was just a stupid girl. (laughs) But things like that, yeah, is when I know that actually I'm I'm stressed because I'm letting small things like that affect me when they don't normally So when you are feeling stressed, how do you overcome it? Like, do you like to be left alone and, you know, no interruptions? Or do you need to just chill out maybe and do something else and take a break? Mm, I'm going to say both. I definitely, when I'm stressed, the more people that, you know, come up to me needing something or like interrupt just to chat or whatever, even though, you know, it could be seen as a good thing to just stop and take a break for a second. I want that to be on my terms, not because someone else is making me do it. Yeah. I'm sounding like a real, like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not coming up on a good light in this episode, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're being honest, which, you know, I think everyone's yeah. going to really value. I hope so. Yeah, I hope anyone doesn't think badly of me. But yeah, when I'm stressed, I just want to be able to do my own thing and as much as possible be on my own time and, you know, do what I need to do when I need to do it. And obviously that involves things that other people need from me and I'll work them into my schedule. But yeah, added interruptions are not welcomed when I'm stressed. Yeah, I think for me also, it's important for me that the people around me understand what I'm going through or understand what's important to me. So I might be, for example, really stressed out because I haven't written a blog post that's due in an hour, for example. Yeah. And you know, I need the people around me to respect that that's important and that I need to go and do that now to deal with that. And, you know, once I do it, then I won't be stressed anymore. And so I think, yeah, having the people around me kind of appreciate what is important to me and what I need to do and let me do those things is a way for me to, yeah, I think manage it better. Yeah. And it's about setting expectations with people too, right? Like letting them know what's going on and perhaps that's what I need to do for work as well as just be like guys just leave me alone for a sec while I work on this. Yeah I think the worst thing is when you're really stressed out about something and know that you need to get it done like there's no workaround there's a deadline you have to meet it yeah and for someone to come and say 
oh, you know, don't worry, like, you can do it, just do it tomorrow or just skip this one and do the next one. Like, for me, that only makes me, like, more driven to, to achieve it and to do it now. Yes, you know exactly. What I mean? Same. <laughs> so it's like, no, you don't understand. I'm going to show you. I can get it done. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to prove you wrong. <laughs> So sort of related to this, Amy tweeted that what stresses her out is saying yes to too many things with too little time, and that's definitely something I struggle with as well. I'm a very agreeable person, and like I said before, I'm quite optimistic about time and the time, the amount of time that something will take me, so that's something that I struggle with too. Yeah, I think I'm the same, you know, I'm very optimistic and I'm good at over committing to things I, I want to do all the things so I'm always like yes that's such a great idea we should do it like why why not you know it's a great idea let's add it to the list and I think I just need to be a little bit more realistic about what's actually achievable and what's not and again like choose choose one or two I think I'd rather do one thing super well than like multiple things only with half effort you know yeah, and that can be hard to get across sometimes if there's other people involved, you know, because they sort of see having something is better than having nothing. But that isn't always the case, I don't think. Sometimes you can actually harm the project or the brand or whatever by doing, you know, a half half effort job in something. So Stephanie said that she experiences stress from being a perfectionist and trying to finish everything in her schedule. So it sounds like she might be over committing to things in her schedule if she doesn't have enough time to really put the effort in that she wants to. Yeah, perfectionism is something that I can definitely understand as being stressful. Holly said that as well, that she puts pressure on herself to do perfect work and that is stressful. I think we've talked before about perfectionism on this show, haven't we, Finn? But I cannot remember what episode it was in. No, I can't remember either, but we definitely have touched on it. Maybe it was imposter syndrome. Maybe. Check out that episode. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be linked in the show notes. (laughs) Even if it's not the one about perfectionism, it was still a good episode. It was, it was. One that I can sort of relate to is Jolene's tweet where she said that what stresses her out is trying to do it all herself. At her day job, she's got support and a budget and then co-workers around her with expertise, you know, to help out. But with side projects, it's just her and Google trying to work it out. And for the most part, I really love that. Like I love being independent and doing everything myself. But every now and then, like there is just so much benefit to having other people to help, you know, like share some of the weight and some of the workload. Yeah, totally. And I've never really thought about that before, but I guess with Owen being able to help out in like terms of the tech stuff and the development things, you know, like with our new website redesign, he could build that, he could put it all on a CMS, etc. I guess maybe I've taken that a little bit for granted, knowing that he can do all of that stuff and I don't really have to worry about doing it or learning how to do it. So that's definitely really helpful. But then again, there are other areas that neither Owen or I know about. So definitely I do end up Googling things sometimes. Yeah. Google is like a side project is best friend, right? Yeah. And Twitter. <laughs> yes. And Twitter. Another tweet from Raphael, he said, what also stresses him out is not being able to organize and follow a defined time to work on each project. And the way he deals with that is to observe and make notes about what he did wrong and try to improve for the next time. And he said, which I quite like, I'll fail 10 times before succeeding, but that's life. 
And I really love that attitude. And that's, I think, what I was saying before about how the further I get into my career, the less stress I experience because I've, you know, gone through these situations before. So I sort of know what to expect and how to deal with it. But, you know, there's always little things that pop up every now and then. Yeah, I mean, as you get more experience in doing something, you become wiser. Like, you know, you become better at making decisions and or, or smart decisions, I should say. So... I guess it does become easier over time. And yeah, I also really like what Raphael said there. Quite positive. I think my stress to do with, you know, being overly optimistic about the time it takes to do something, that's definitely something that perhaps I haven't reached the 10 times yet, although I feel like I have, that that has stressed me out before I learn. But slowly I'm getting there and I think every single time I will estimate a project to someone I'm getting a little bit better and a little bit closer to the real amount of time it takes. Yeah, yeah. So with all these, you know, external factors, do you think stress is avoidable? I don't think stress is always avoidable. As we've kind of touched on, some things are out of our control, whether that's Wi-Fi going down so you can't publish your post or maybe you're having trouble with other tech things or maybe you're being held up by someone else. So I think there are factors that are out of our control, but I think what we can improve on is how we personally deal with it and deciding how we're going to react to it and how we're going to use that frustration and, and energy maybe in a positive way and how we're going to move forward. That makes total sense. And I think that's sort of why, like, not only as I've gone further in my career, I've learned more that I can, you know, apply to how to deal with certain situations. I've also gotten older and, you know, matured more and and better at dealing with things and, you know, putting myself in other people's shoes and not letting things affect me quite so much. So that's probably definitely comes down to why I'm not as stressed these days as I did used to get earlier on in my career. And definitely in design school, I got stressed out a lot. For that reason, because I didn't really know how to deal with things. Yeah, I don't think we can work to try and avoid stress. I think what we need to focus on is how we deal with it. Yeah, definitely. And like I was saying before, I think a certain level of stress is kind of a good thing. You know, it puts the pressure on and you can thrive under that pressure and, you know, use it as motivation to propel yourself forward and work a bit harder than you might have otherwise. So maybe that kind of stress is the good level and you want to try and see what you can do to keep it at that level and not let it get any further. Yeah, I mean, maybe it pushes you into unknown territories or encourages you to do things that you didn't think that you could do. You know, maybe you achieve more than you thought. So, yeah, I think stress can definitely be thrived upon, but you want to make sure that it doesn't get to the point where you become paralyzed because you're too stressed to do anything. Yeah. What do you think are some good tips for overcoming stress and stopping it from getting to that level? I think it's just good to have a bit of a like holistic view on things and a positive mindset. You know, if you're quite pessimistic and always feeling like bad things are happening to you and you can never get anything right and everything's out of your control, like that's going to make it hard for you to really move forward and use that stress in a positive way. So I think having a bit more of an open mind and recognizing and and acknowledging like, yeah, I'm a bit stressed right now, but how can I use that energy in a positive way? That is, yeah, really good point that how that positive outlook comes into play with stress. I didn't really think about that before, but that's been, you know, over the past few years, quite a shift I've made as well. Yeah. Makes sense. Do you have any tips to share? 
Well, I I wish I knew exactly how to stay at that level of, you know, stress being a good kind of pressure because then I could maybe be in it right now. But I think it might be about being aware of things and paying more attention to those areas that might, you know, tip things over a little bit. Like I wish that maybe this time last week I'd said that we need to extend the project by a day or two so that that was expected. Whereas now we're like, you know, getting down to the wire and I'm pretty sure it's going to take an extra day or two, but I'm still trying to push for it, you know. Yeah, hindsight is a nasty thing. Yeah, it's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Yeah, (laughs) Wonderful and nasty. Yeah. So, yeah, I think paying attention and even though, you know, you're in that stage where you're just trying to get something done, you do have to take a second to be aware of everything else surrounding it and make sure that nothing pushes over the edge. And keeping check on yourself and how you're feeling as well. Like when you're go, go, go all of the time, little things can get missed like maybe you don't notice how tired you are until it's too late because you've just been paying such close attention to the work so taking little breathers every now and then is really a good thing. Yeah I heard once that uh, if you're in denial about experiencing burnout you're already there. (laughs) Yeah that's that's a really good point actually (laughs) it's probably very true. Yeah should we wrap it up? Yeah let's wrap it up. So where can people go to find more of our episodes online? If you head to designlife.fm, you know, as in the radio, I often worry that people don't understand our accents when we're saying a URL like that. (laughs) If you head to designlife.fm, you'll find all of our past episodes and the links to anything that we've mentioned within the episode as well. They're all there. And you'll also find our contact page where you can reach out if you've got any particular topics that you think you might like to hear us cover on an episode. We'd absolutely love to hear from you. And you can also sign up to our newsletter on our website. So each week on Mondays, to be precise, we send out a newsletter which has a little bit of a blurb of the new episode and also a link to where you can go and listen to the episode. So think of it as like a notification to let you know there's something new and exciting to listen to. And we sometimes will put like a special little note to our newsletter subscribers in that email as well. Great chatting with you, Charlie. It was a good episode. I hope you... (laughs) managed to get your project done on time yeah you know what even just talking about it in this episode has helped a little bit i think so maybe that's one final tip is if you're stressed talk about it with someone great way to end (laughs) i'll see you next time see ya bye